It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yes. Welcome to the Truth to Power podcast, episode number four. Listen, man, I can't believe I'm already at number four. I mean, by the way, shout out to everybody that's been supporting me uh, over the last few weeks, you know, downloading the podcast and listening in. You know, I appreciate you. I love you, and hopefully you love me back. So today's topic is know your worth and entrepreneurship, okay? Well, rather know your worth in entrepreneurship, all right? Today I have a special guest that y'all going to hear from in a few minutes and he's going to basically introduce himself and he's going to talk about uh, what he does and um, we're going to talk about how we know each other and things of that nature and I'm so excited about that. Also, thank you everybody for the birthday shouts. Appreciate that, you know, and things of that nature. Um, I know I said it today uh, earlier, but I definitely want to get into that. So, nonetheless, you know what I mean? Truth to Power Podcast, episode number four, entrepreneurship and knowing your worth. Let's get it.
Yes. Listen, I listen. I ain't gonna lie. That's one of my favorite records. Um, from the group called Intro. You know, um, rest in peace to their lead singer, man. Uh, he died uh, not that long ago, so uh, rest in peace to him, of course. But nonetheless, it is the Truth to Power podcast, episode number four. Entrepreneurship and knowing your worth, man. Listen, this is an amazing topic because, you know, um, the reason why I picked this topic was a lot of the times, you know, we say that we want to be entrepreneurs and people at times are more of a entrepreneur than an entrepreneur, right? So I want people to understand exactly what it is to be an entrepreneur and, um, you know, and, and I couldn't think of anybody else that is equally hardworking as myself or even harder in certain aspects than this gentleman that I'm about to introduce. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to welcome Distinguish the God to the show. Peace, 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 peace. Yes, sir. How are you, sir? The first and foremost, shout out to my guy, Matt Cat. <laughs> yes. Divine to be on here. Also, my fellow Torian. Yes. Uh, happy belated, my brother. Thank you. Your birthday's coming up. What, what day is that? It's gonna be on Saturday. Okay, okay. What 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 I need the number, the, the actual date. Uh May ninth. May ninth, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm I was May the fifth, you know what I mean? And I always like to talk to a fellow tourist because I feel like our minds are alike to in, in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? We're money hungry mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and we're business driven and um mm-hmm. and we're willing to, you know, we always take the leadership role in every single thing that we're a part of. This is true. <laughs> you know what I mean? So anyhow, enough talking about uh, uh, what I'm talking about. Tell everybody about yourself. Okay, so my name is Distinguished. Uh, I'll be 30 on uh, Saturday, May 9th. Um, oh, you give it all the age. Okay. <laughs> I know that's right. I'm happy to be here. I'm just happy to be alive. Uh, there's up. a lot going on in the world, mm-hmm. but uh, it's very, uh, it's very um, humbling to know that, you know, God has still spared me. That means Absolutely. I still got work to do. Absolutely. And uh, hopefully it can influence other people to, you know, uh, pursue their dreams. So I run a, a networking slash event branding company called Distance Network Incorporated. We will be celebrating four years, November 15th of this year. Congratulations. Uh, very excited about that. Thank you. Um, you know, shout out to my director of operations, Miss Sin City. I see you. And shout out to my secretary of affairs, uh, Kamar Anthony Asphalt. So, we're, you know, we're working hard. Um, trying to make it happen, trying to make people's visions for their events and their launch parties bigger than life, you know? Okay. Um, outside of the event planning, um, prior to me uh, getting the business, um, I am known for probably the most by everybody by doing poetry. I'm a spoken word artist. Right, I've been right. doing poetry since I was 15, 16. I've won poetry slams. I've won poetry competitions. I've uh, won radio station competitions. Uh, the list goes on. Schools, universities, mm. um, and uh, yeah, um, through my you know poetry, you know through the, the spoken word, I was able to transform a lot of negative things I had about myself um, into a positive. When I was ten, I tried to commit suicide, and through going to counseling, through mm. going to uh, uh, counseling centers, mm. to going to see therapists at a very young age, it allowed me to change my thinking in a way that was drastic at that time because trying to commit suicide on several occasions and being unsuccessful let me know that there's a bigger purpose for me so i'm just happy that none of those attempts went through absolutely uh, i'm happy about that too yeah and uh and you know i'm happy you know just here speaking of mash out king you know yeah entrepreneurs man yeah absolutely you know and and it's interesting um um that you said that because you know uh 
um, I'm, you know, I, I was a mental health counselor for a good while. And, um, you know, and, 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 and it's something that a lot of people don't like to talk about, you know, um, what they're going through in terms of mental health. So that was really big for you to, to say that, um, about yourself. Cause it's, it's actually a topic that, especially in our community, we like to keep on the hush, you know, when we go through uh, mental health issues. So that was definitely big of yours, um, to do that. All right. Nonetheless. So, okay. So this thing was, let's tell the people how we know each other, right? Like, like we know. So let, let me premise by saying, you know, it doesn't feel that long, but I've known you a, a good amount of years, you know, um, um, for the record, for the record, we're going into six years. It, it hasn't been that long. Right six years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We're wow. Going into, we're going into, we're going into roughly six years because I was working for a valet company downtown Brooklyn, which is not too far from where the uh, Impact Radio Station was off mm-hmm. of Prince. Right. And I was, I think I was only there for like three months up until an acquaintance of ours was like, hey, I'm doing a show um, and I would love for you to be on it. Now, how this acquaintance even knows me is because me and my best friend XAB, you know, we have our podcast that yeah. has some bow ties. And before the podcast, we were doing a TV pilot for Brick right okay. down the block. I, did, um, I didn't know that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's how I knew him. Right. And he was like, yo, this guy is funny. Like, you are a clown. Because right. I was like the funny person on this show where everybody's serious. You know me. I'm always right. back right. in jokes. Right. So he was like, yo, I want you to come in on this show. And then that's how. I was able to get on that show with him, and then that's how I met you. And once I finally used a Taurus, I was like, <laughs> "We're gonna have some great, we're gonna have some great uh, conversation." And I remember being at uh, Impact, and I'm like, "Yo, why is this guy on my back so much about every little thing?" But then over the as, as the years progress, I'm like, "He's just trying to pull the greatness out of me. He, he don't he he, he he wants greatness out of because he sees the potential." Because I remember he used to be like, "That's that guy." Yo, definitely appreciate all those times that impact uh and you know getting on that platform to do something different um and you know that was dope um, you know it, it's funny because um uh uh you know I, I think a lot of people after uh the time has passed realize that um that you know we we, we did something that was memorable you know, um, and a lot of times I, I will say one thing, you know, you know, being a Taurus. OK, my delivery is off <laughs> and a good amount of times. My delivery could be off. You like you have to be you have to take the beat and leave the bones. So uh, <laughs> which I've always said to everybody, understand you have to take the beat and leave the bones because, you know, understand my delivery could be off in the way. I'm trying to project what needs to happen here. You know what I'm saying? But, right. um, you know, I, what was that? Uh, what, what was that? What was that quote you used to say at the end of our meetings about ships? Oh, if you want to sink big ships, you got to go where the water's deep. Ah, <laughs> that was my. I was like, I love that. Yeah, you got to go where the water's deep. Actually, is um, I'll get into that at another time on, on where that line came from. But yes, if you got to, you want to sink big ships, you definitely got to go where the water's deep. All right. So, nonetheless, we're talking about entrepreneurship in 
and knowing your worth. You know, here's something interesting. Um, so I've, I've worked for myself for like the past, uh, I would say five years, like five years. I haven't went into work and had a job, you know what I mean? And, um, been able to pay bills and, 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 and get into different ventures and things of that nature, you know, and I think it's key to have this topic because I think that so many more people could live like this. And I want to be able to discuss with you your thoughts on first, well, first and foremost, entrepreneurship, and then we'll talk knowing your worth. All right. So what is your thoughts on entrepreneurship? Entrepreneurship to me honestly means no days off, even when you're sleeping. Absolutely. So even when you're sleeping, you know, something needs to be happening. Um, even if you're not the one pulling the strings, you need to have a system set in place where money is still being generated. And if not money, then things to get the money to you so that you can use that as leverage. Um, Absolutely. One of the reasons why I truly believe in entrepreneurship and just you know, being as aggressive as I am with everything that you know need to be aggressive with. And then also just me trying to figure out different ways to um, elevate myself is because there is no greater satisfaction I get from knowing that God put me on this earth to be better than I was the day before. Absolutely. My goal truly is to empower myself, get myself to a level of thinking, understanding, comprehension, and not always worried about what people are thinking you know, or what people are saying about this thing because at the end of the day I go to bed at night by myself I right. wake up by myself I'm right. in the shower by myself um, but the thing about being an entrepreneur versus being somebody that is actually working for a job is that like I was telling somebody yesterday I can't imagine myself every single day waking up telling my employer hey can I get these days off Right. hey I'm feeling sick today I'm not coming in Right. if you're an entrepreneur you don't have to worry about that because you live life on your own terms. Right. The logic is kind of backwards to me. Why is it that I'm telling an employer when they think I should be approved to get time off when I should be able to travel, when right. I should be able to uh, have bereavement? That right. sounds crazy to me, Mashup. It, so it is. It is I crazy. I can never get down with that process. It is. You know, and, 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 and it was well, just to piggyback on what you're saying is, is that it's the freedom. It's, it's the freedom because I think it's um, not only the freedom of being in control, but the freedom of the mind. Right. Because you're right. You know, I remember moments where uh, I, you know, I used to be, you know, just couldn't didn't even want to head into work. You know, what I mean, like I'm tired. I've had a long night doing something and, you know, especially with impact and things of that nature. And I'm sitting there saying to myself, like, Oh God, I gotta go to work in the morning. Oh my God, I gotta go deal with this idiot. You know, and 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 um, you know, and and then I remember these things, and I remember where I just said to myself, you know what, I'm gonna go hard, I'm gonna go, or I'm gonna go home. Like that's what I realized. I'm gonna go hard, or I'm gonna go home. And you know, and 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 by the grace of God, you know, I I've been able to uh, to strive and do very well as an entrepreneur and make more money as an entrepreneur than I did when I worked, you know, but I'll tell you one thing though, that scares, that scared me and scares a lot of people that Friday when the check don't come <laughs> that first Friday when the check don't come and now you sit in there like, 
you know about this one <laughs> you know i don't know i don't know about this one but you realize that at the end of the day you know it's still a matter of okay you're in control you have to control your situation control your bills now you know you don't you can't spend frivolously as you did before because right. now you are in charge of yourself you right. know so i definitely understand what you were saying in terms of you know um asking for days off and things of that nature you know even asking for a raise right because now to give yourself a raise you just work harder you know but before you gotta sit there you gotta get all your get all your paperwork together to have to to show your boss your worth right which you gotta get jobs match out waiting for a raise of 0.50 and they've been at that job for like five years that's crazy absolutely absolutely (laughs) absolutely you know i mean Imagine, you know, I, I, you know, I mean, people that work in retail, right? And then oh. they go up fifty cents. <laughs> like, you know, it, it, and I'm not, and I'm not, and I understand, I'm not knocking retail because I worked, I worked in retail growing up, so I'm not knocking retail. But I'm just saying, like, you know, at the end of the day, I remember the nervousness because I wanted the raise. You know, what I mean, I wanted the raise, and I, and I just did not understand. That look, I don't need to kiss this man's ass, you know, because I need to get a like. I should get it just because I work hard. I'm here every day. I do my job. I excel at my job, and I'm I should right. be entitled to it. I do doubles exactly. I make sure I make sure I wait when my coworker is late, even if my coworker do a no call, no show. I do the shift even when I'm when tired. Exactly. I I come in on days when I'm not scheduled to work. Talk about it, man. Listen, these jobs, man. I know my, I know my place at a job. It's too. Take that with a grain of salt and leave. Absolutely, and you know what? And and I was gonna about to throw an old job under the bus back in the day, but you know they will sue. So <laughs> <laughs> they will sue. So I'm not gonna. But yeah, I used to work for a, a, a retailer. I'm not gonna call the name. Okay. Okay. And uh, listen, um, they had you working like. A slave. I am not gonna lie. Like you would get into work at seven a.m. and didn't leave till two, three in the morning. Like when their truck day comes in, you're not leaving. You know what I mean? And right. I was making back then, just to age myself a little bit. I was making back then seven twenty-five an hour. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so you could imagine. All right. So being that we're talking about entrepreneurship, knowing your worth in entrepreneurship. Okay. So now. Distinguished. Now, one thing I can say, you know, from what I've seen in regards to you, right, is that you're a very thorough business person. And I will say why, right? Because, you know, when we first met, uh, I don't know if you remember the first conversation you had with me, right? But you wanted to know everything from soup to nuts, okay? You wanted to know everything in terms of, um, in terms of procedure, why we do this, how we do this, you know, um, uh, uh, what, what is the thought process behind something and what have you? And, you know, as much as you, um, you know, I, I may have educated you, you educated me as well. And I will say, because you asked a lot of questions and that's a good thing. You know what I mean? Like if I could say, you know, it's very few people that actually wanted to know the intricacies of the business of radio. Okay. Very like people were more so fascinated which is nothing wrong with that but fascinated with just getting on the air you know 
but you and 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 a very small select group of people wanted to know what how do we do this what do we do to do this and you know and it wasn't that you were asking because you wanted to eventually do it and and be competition to us but it was more so i guess because you you felt like it's a part of knowledge that you wanted to know if i'm am i right or wrong yes yes definitely right and and i felt that you know also that you're able to have conversations with people about this because you know what were you you obviously you know the business if that makes sense have to have to okay have to knowing your worth is important because when i was asking those questions in particular i just knew that my acquaintance right almost dropped the f bomb i got to yeah got to got to be got to be politically correct on here um, <laughs> the the acquaintance that i was on the show with I knew that that individual just wanted me to help them because they were like, oh, maybe this person can help the show and promotion because he's always doing that. But me being me and, you know, having done poetry slams and having, you know, sat in meetings with your people's parents at the time to see if their, you know, uh, 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 artists wanted to, you know, be a part of my slams and stuff. People were asking me a lot of questions. I was like, it's it's important for me to ask questions because I don't know nothing squat diddly poop about radio so right. I need to know what I'm really getting myself into and right. I remember when you sent over that contract I was like god damn this guy's thorough like me so I'm reading it and then we, then we had a meeting one time me you and a whole bunch of other of the other uh, radio disc jocks and we were all just asking questions and I was like this guy's thorough to the T and I learned a lot from the reading that because I learned even if I was to be on the platform, things I can't do or things I can't say, because it would jeopardize the integrity of not just the show that we had, but the station. And I didn't want to put none of that in jeopardy because I was still fresh and new. I didn't want my name to be tarnished in any way. And then I move on and then people are like, we can't work with him because he's not on point. So, But knowing your worth is important because you have to know, first of all, what you're getting yourself into. And then once you get into it, you know what I mean? Just uphold your integrity and stay true. One of the things that I learned being in this radio slash podcast space, RIP to Combat Jack. Right. I met him. I met him a year before he died. Okay. And we were at Audio Engine Room off of Wall Street. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what advice do you have a young person like myself? He said three things I'll never forget. He said, be brutally honest, be consistent, and be original as possible. Because they will try to come and steal what you have and duplicate that shit the next day. Absolutely. Now, you know, you, you know, and uh, again, RIP to combat, Jack. Um, okay, so being that you're in this, the space that you're in, you know, um, you are a person that obviously have to negotiate, right? You have to negotiate with people. You have to negotiate with artists. You have to negotiate with management. You have to negotiate with the, with the space, the venue, you know, things oh. like that. So, you know. Um, could you could you want can you elaborate a little bit on one your negotiating tactic like the way you the way you go about it? Um, mm -hmm. How do you use knowing your worth mm -hmm. um, in that negotiating? And you know and you know and how are you able to gauge how far you know how far to go with it? So I'll give you a prime example. Um, in 2016. Um, I did three slams back to back where I gave away over $5,500 in cash. Okay. No check cash. 
I was dating a young lady at the time and she was the first person that I dated that challenged me. And she said, I think all you're doing at your slams is giving away money. That's it. And I was like, oh, okay. She said, yeah, there's nothing else happening. And she really challenged me to say, hmm, what can I do that's going to differentiate myself? Because maybe she's right. Right. So I started to look at venues differently than I did before. I, I tried to tell myself, I don't have to be limited to doing my events in bars and clubs. Right. I, I can be a bit more sophisticated with this. So I reached out to a venue in Harlem that's more of a theater space. And I said, hey, listen, you know, I'm trying to do an event. Um, it's going to be mixed with poetry, dance, art. Right. And I want to know if I could utilize the space. So, you know, we negotiated the price. And what ended up happening was when I ended up doing that, this was like January, I realized that not only was my partner at the time correct, but it allowed me to see how much bigger this can get. Okay. Not just giving away the money. We put together a whole show match out. Mm. We had an opening act. We had somebody do a prayer. We had somebody dance. And then we cracked some jokes. I hired two female hosts, paid them. Then we had our show, Intermission. Right. I had my sponsors come up, talk about what they do. I had vendors selling product. I was like, this is bigger than a slam now. So that's one part. In terms of knowing your worth, I'm sure you do this. I do this. You see what's behind me. Mm -hmm. I have a shelf full of books. Mm -hmm. I read a lot. Right. I read a lot. As you can see in mine, I have, I have all my business yeah, books up right here. There. Yeah. <laughs> I see it right there. So mm -hmm. I read a lot. And what I do when I read, sometimes when I don't fully understand what I'm reading, I sit down with a dictionary beside me or I just go to Google. I do that quick, as well. I do I that as well. Really Absolutely. I try to understand mm -hmm. what I'm reading so that when I'm in the process of trying to figure out what it is that I want mm. and what mm. it is that I'm trying to achieve, I'm getting myself, like, I'm, I'm trying to give myself some more skills so that when it comes time to negotiate certain things, I know exactly what I'm talking about. I mm. remember negotiating something. It, it's, it's no longer in Brooklyn, but um, thank you for all the times I was able, able to have an event at Milk River. Milk River was one of the hardest venues for me to get. Because this woman told me I only work with people that know me on an inside level. So if you don't know somebody that knows me on the inside, I don't know if I'm going to be where to do business with you. Mm. I was harassing the owner for like eight months. No exaggeration. Commenting on Facebook, commenting on Instagram. I was looking up articles for her. I'm calling up the people she did the article with. Mm. And she was not giving me the time of day. Mm. So when we finally met, I brought all of my material mash out that I was doing since 2012. Wow. And I said, this is where I've come from. This is where I'm at. Give me an opportunity. All I need is five minutes. I talked her down from the percent of the bar. I talked her down from how much she was going to charge me at the door. I, I talked her down because she was like, you know what? I like your presentation and you were super consistent. You really harassed me mm. and you gave a good presentation. Right. I, you know, I respect that. And, and, and again, it goes back to knowing your worth. You know what I mean? It goes 100 back to knowing your worth because you know your capability and you know what you're able to do in that situation. And, you know, um, like I, I'm, I'm in awe of that story because, you know, it's just it's just a prime example of just, again, another phrase I always say, persistence overcomes resistance, you know. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's it's. It's a matter of you have to know your worth. Now, in business, you know, um, 
my, my question now to you is in business that directly in terms of negotiating money. Okay. Okay. What is your, when you go into those type of conversations, what is your tactic when it comes to that? So specifically when it comes to a venue and when it comes to the day that I want my event, Mm -hmm. what I always do is I do one of two things. One, I may ask the venue, tell me what your slowest day is. And then two, I want to see the books for that day. And then I'll say, listen, this is what I can do based on what I've done in the past. This is what other um, owners of other establishments have said about my work and what I'm able to do. Mm -hmm. Let me do this for you. Now, charge me whatever you're going to charge me. But if this works successfully, either take some money off or we go half and half. So that's one thing that I do. The other thing that I do, too, is Mm -hmm. I'll tell the venue, listen, just give me the space. Okay. I'll bring everything that is needed to make the situation good. I won't even charge at the door. Let me create a following first for like the first month or the first two months we do business after that goes now i want a percent of the bar or now i want a percent of whatever and then most times based on what i'm able to do for them they'll make sure i'm taken care of on the back end okay 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 interesting so you you start off um by trying to prove yourself right okay all right so when you when so Okay, let's say we get to it. Let's say we're at a point where we're with a number, right? And yeah. you want to, you you know, and you have a number because I believe in negotiating. You got to have a number, a stop number in your mind, right? You got to have right. a stop number that you know if I can, you know, which is encompasses of knowing how much everything costs to do, um, how much you want to make, mm-hmm. and exactly what, um exactly what uh um your goal number is you know because i know right. you know i know in business is when, when it comes to me you know especially um in the business I, i'm i own now uh when i when i negotiate the rate right i take everything into consideration right i take the market what is the market charging my profit margin um how much i have to pay out you know and but i start high Right. I start high, you know, um, because I want to be able to negotiate down to my number. You know what I'm saying? Now, you got to and and correct me if I'm wrong. You have to be realistic, too. You can't just throw something out there. (laughs) You know, you can't just throw a random number out there. You got to have a rhyme or reason to what you're doing. Right. Right. So. If. okay, so if I'm um, if I'm dealing with a client. And I'm like, for X amount of months, this is what we're going to need. But we're going to need this number up front. Right. If the client really wants to be a part of the company or if the client really wants us to represent them. And and if they say we don't have the money up front, I'll say, all right, cool. So let's say it's a six month situation. I'll say for the first three months, you pay this. Right. If we supersede your expectations, I'm going to need this by the six month but because you don't have this up front you're locked in for six months the first three months we have to prove ourselves okay you got to pay us our rate okay okay Okay. i'll do i'll I'll do something like that okay and if it doesn't work out in that way i'll say all right cool 
we will do the first three months for you in terms of representing you, getting mm. flyers for you, videos, studio, all okay. of that. I'll do stuff managers ain't even supposed to do to prove to you that I'm good at what I do. After that third month, you are locked in for like nine months. You can't, and if you want to opt out, you got to you gotta pay us a little more now because we, we, we done did everything for free. So oh. now you got to give me what is owed plus a little bit of interest. <laughs> okay, I respect that, all right? So... We're going to play another record, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more with Distinguished the God. Truth the Power Podcast, episode number four, Know Your Worth and Entrepreneurship. I with the sound that the world can't take, can't shut out the gate, play 2.8, get studded, jewel flooded, got to love it, first rap cat with an R&B budget, every day on the TV, PD, girl so PD, make your man break the CD, why y'all forever rowdy, I be outy, somewhere in Maui, so I go back to Cali. Podcast 
episode number four know your worth in entrepreneurship okay i got my guests in the building distinguished the god is here okay so before we went to uh the record by the way um uh you know this remind that that's all remind me of being in high school <laughs> i don't know why but i but every time i hear that record it reminds me of midwood high school um nonetheless uh before we went to the record we were talking about negotiating and knowing your worth right yeah, yeah. so um you know i i you know do you encourage um do you encourage people to go into entrepreneurship or everyone to go into entrepreneurship all the time like all the time but what i've learned is that just like you you know you have a way about you that sometimes to some people it can come off as yo this guy is because what they're interpreting based on what you're saying it may come off to them as he's low-key hating or he's trying to stop me and it's like no i'm trying to make you see a different way another perspective maybe right. an alternative right not the way you're used to because when people come to you and they don't really know what they're getting themselves into and you've been in it and they want to be a part of it they may think that the way that you're going about it is not the right way but this is the way that it's been able to sustain you. So you're trying to help people change their perspective. So that's what I try to do. But I've learned sometimes women have told me this. Um, shout out to all the women that support me. Thank you. Shout they'll, to say, <laughs> they'll, they'll say distinguished. Sometimes you can be very intimidated mm. because of how you walk. You know, you got your suit on you. You, you get in the room, you start talking to people, everybody likes what you hear. Right. Some people are not ready for that. And then that when I'm true. trying to encourage them, they're not ready for that because they're like, I'm not in the space yet, but thank you for the encouraging words. They're not empowered even when I'm trying to speak life into them. Yes. I see them dying in front of me. L- I'm listen, like, yo, you dying. Listen, truer words have never been spoken. And <laughs> I get that so many times. You know, I get that so many times it's where the Taurus in us. it's a, it is the Taurus. It is the Taurus because, you know, I know. OK, people pitch me ideas all the time. All we're in the same boat. Yeah, people pitch me. So, like, listen, you know, I listen. I listen to your idea. I listen to your idea. But what I will not do is help you develop your idea. OK, I need to know what you need from me to enhance your idea. But I'm not going to help you build it. Okay? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do that. And <clears throat> a lot of the times people take offense to that. You know, because, you know, I, I the thing was I know you, you know me. I, we're, we're both rough talkers. We're like, that's just what it is. We're rough talkers. Outside of here, we could curse. Okay? Now, <laughs> you know, so at the end of the day now, you know, when, when, I'm, when I'm expressing myself to the person, you know, they may seem that is you're being aggressive, you know, right. or, you know, true story, true story. Uh, I'm not going to call her name, but you know her, uh, you know, her very, you know, her very well. Um, but uh, she says to me all the time, mash, you know, every time I brought somebody to you to, to, to meet you, you know, they'll walk away like this guy's unbothered. He he thinks he's better than me. And so I'm like, well, <laughs> And, and I'll go, well, well, why? Why did they get that? They're like, because you come in just to business cash. Like, you, you come in and you and, 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 and then you start dissecting their plan and you start asking them questions they weren't ready for. And this and that. And they said, 
but they want my assistance or they want money. Like So it, you, I should have the right, you know, because I know my worth, okay? I should have the right to ask you a thousand questions about this project. A thousand questions. You know, a thousand. And, you sh- and you as a person that's ready to pitch should be ready for everything. There should be nothing be that I ask that you shouldn't be ready for. You should have all the bases right. covered. You know, and, and, and you're absolutely right. People find this intimidating. And that's why I said in life, there's entrepreneurs and there's wantrepreneurs. You know, you said that in the beginning, I was rolling. I was like, entrepreneurs, look at that. Yes, I, 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 I adapted that because, you know, a lot of people say they want to work for themselves. Right. But what are you willing to do? What are you willing to give up? Well, see, the thing is, the paycheck you had to give up. We know that was the biggest give up, right? Because because <laughs> the end of the day, there's nothing there's nothing coming in until you put something out there, you know. Right. But what? How far are you willing to go? What are you willing to do? And and I think that I, I respect people that have jobs and do and still have a business. You know, I I respect those people too. I say that, you know, I say ultimately. You know, you're never going to make enough money, okay? You're never going to make enough or save enough to one day use that cushion that everybody has in their mind. Mm-hmm. You know, and because I was there and I sat in that same seat. So I believe that, you know, the conversation that usually I have with people when people ask me about should I do entrepreneurship, I say, is, are you okay with not going with a paycheck? Are you are you okay with it? And are you okay with that now you are your entire brand? Right. Right? You know, so and and, and so getting back to you know knowing your worth now, you know, and and, and one thing about you know that I I I I watched with you this thing which is is that you know I I came to um uh your bars in the barbershop event. The one that was yes, the one that was on yes. no string. Uh, I came there. Yes, and that. that was actually that was actually our first one. Uh, like that was our first one for the tour last year. Yeah. Okay, and one. you know, and 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 and, I, and I'll be honest with you. I am though I'm a DJ, though I party promoted, though though I'm an entrepreneur, I am an introvert. Okay, people don't know that about me. I'm a homebody. You know, I come home. You know, I I, I sit and I start playing video games. If I don't. End up. I was surprised you came. To be honest, I was very. I was like, "Max, I don't even live in Brooklyn." My you, man know. Out here, <laughs> you know, and I came, I came, you know, because I said that you know what, I wanted to, I wanted to come support you, right? Because I saw you put on the event and what have you, and I was very impressed. And I will tell you what I was impressed about, right? Okay. Because, um, I saw organization. Even though, yes, there were moments in time where which every everything has hiccups. That's just what it is, right? Yeah. So yeah. there was moments in time where things weren't falling into place the way they're supposed to, right? You could just you right. could tell that. But yeah. just the way you handled it, the way you um were able to lead in that moment, you know, mm-hmm. is something that, you know, I, 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 I wish a lot of people had that same quality. Mm. You know, where people are able to still pivot right because that's a sign of a leader right you you know you're starting off you have a plan you have a plan 
it's not going exactly the way it's supposed to go. But however, right. you're you know you're just you know you're going with the punches and you're getting it to where I think you had an artist that was supposed to show up at a certain time, but he didn't show up at the time. Yeah, and and yeah. things like that. And then you had to you got you, you got to love these rappers. You got to love. Well, these come on, I've been you know I've been dealing with this since the beginning of time. <laughs> you know, like I feel like I could do a podcast on 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 on, on uh, unsigned rappers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I could do a whole list. You should do a podcast on that. I, I could do a whole list of the shenanigans I've been in, you know, been dealing with over the last fifteen years of being in the radio business. But, oh my God. um, however, I saw that I saw that you know, and I'm gonna say you knew your worth in that moment, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, I I guess like you know somebody was trying to. I don't get get in front of someone else or something. I don't know the whole situation and what have you. But yeah. I saw the way you were handling yourself in there. You knew like I'm not backing down. This is my event. I'm going to still get it done the way I want to get it done. Right. So um, at the end of the day, what what is one? Could you clarify a little bit of you know how are you able to handle yourselves in that handle yourself in that type of moment and exactly where you have to take the perception of knowing your worth in order to not change plans uh, drastically. One big misconception about me before I fully get into that question is everybody, like a lot of people that don't know me personally, they just see the guy in the suit and the bow tie. They had no idea that I was really this person that was also with, I guess, the hip hop community. And I'm just like, before this poetry, I used to rap. Right. But the thing that threw a lot of people off about that particular event was I was getting screenshots. I'm not going to say who was sending me this. A lot of people were, but people were sending me screenshots of other artists indirectly talking about my event without saying that they were talking about my event. So they would be saying things like, what the fuck is a bars in a barbershop going to do for my rap career? Right. And when you're just looking at something from the outside, they don't know that bars in the barbershop has been in the making since like the end of 2017. I, I always have a lot of secret meetings with people. I'm like that. I'm, I'm always doing certain things. No cell phones coming to like, I, I, I people are signing NDAs. I need my shit to be protected because right, I think I course. have something special. Of course. So one of the things that I think about when things go array at events is these artists are running off of emotional things that have nothing to do with the business. True. True. Indeed. So true. Indeed. They're going to, they're going to say things and they're going to do things and they're going to make things up. And then they're going to talk um, about me or talk about the event later and say what they didn't like and what they did like that has nothing to do with me. The only thing that has, the only thing that matters to me in that moment is putting on a good show for the people who paid their money, who right. left their house making sure that I said I was going to do what I said and make sure I do it, make sure that the owner of the venue or the barbershop is happy, make sure everybody gets an opportunity to perform. We say our thank yous again, and we have a great show because at the end of the day, like you said earlier, I'm a businessman. Right. And when my name, my company's name is on any flyer, I take that shit personally. You should. I don't play with my company. Dang, I don't do that. You know, and 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 it's it's to me. You know, one thing that I'm I'm big on, and and anybody that has worked with me know I'm big on the word perception. <laughs> okay, perception, because I think perception is key. Perception is in entrepreneurship is key, and in knowing your worth is key. You know, even um, you know, even in 
in just regular life perception because people will perceive from what they see right yeah some people will not give you the opportunity to explain yourself no okay they will see something and they will run with it they will automatically believe that this is what it is right you know or this is how things are and true story news at 11 right you only got one time right to make a first impression right you know so you always got to be uh in in a position where is that you got to make sure people walk with a clear perception of what you're trying to do without having to explain it to someone else and you're right Correct. a lot of these artists come from an emotional background you know because they're they're they're, they're coming off of because they got got at some other event you know that was done where people charged them oh. and they didn't perform oh. or wherever the case may be so i understand where you're coming from in that in that scenario i i 100% right. understand because i've been there you know what i'm saying and i know <laughs> yeah I, i've been there we we've done showcases you know i i've been a part of it i, I understand completely what it is you know um i applaud you and others that that's in that realm because it is a lot of stuff to deal with because it's personality it's ego um and a lot of the times you know people people mean well but but it, it doesn't come out well right no and no it especially takes... especially when they are making threats about something that they don't fully understand exactly and then and then you have to check them in a way that's like almost like a father and son because they're speaking from an emotional point of view that they can't really see brother or sister. This has nothing to do with your emotions. This is what it is on paper. If exactly. This is not something you want to do, or this is not something you can't commit to. You should have never said you can't commit to it, knowing that you're really not about that. Exactly. And I'll give you your money back, but don't threaten me with lawyers talking about, if you don't give me back this, I'm going to get, I don't have time for that. I right. don't have time. Well, un- understand something. First and foremost, they don't have a lawyer. <laughs> I learned that a long time. <laughs> they don't have a lawyer. You know what I mean? When, when, they, when, they, when they start pitching stuff like that, you'd be like, you don't call them. <laughs> call them. Okay? They don't have a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? And and, and, right. and they wouldn't even know the first step of how to get a pro bono. So right. the, the, the fact remains is, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm, I'm calling it a buck. I'm calling it a buck, you know, so, you know, that's how I know my worth, because if somebody challenged me like that, I'm like, you know what, call him, absolutely, call him, because I know you don't have a lawyer, because if you had a lawyer, you wouldn't be standing in front of me right now, okay, because the cheapest lawyer retainer is $3,500 a month, okay, so if you don't have that, it ain't happening, <laughs> okay, it ain't happening, and people ain't taking no... You know, don't believe like you know the personal injury lawyers saying that we only get paid when you get paid. You know, the right. de- like that's not going to happen. But um, uh, you know, I I said all that to say, you know, you, you're right. You have to know. You have to one be about it. You know, what I mean, you have to know again, know your worth in that situation because people will take advantage. Yeah. Right. And before they even been a part of it, you're absolutely correct. They will say what they have to say, you know, to disparage whatever you're trying to do. Correct. You know, that's just what it is. Um, I had somebody tell me one time, I'm not going to say his name. I hired him to host one of my shows and he goes, yo, I had an idea just like this. I should have ran with it years ago. I was just like, oh, word. That's what's up, brother. And and you know, (laughs) that was crazy. But you know, you know, the funny part is, is that, um, 
is that you, you don't even <laughs> you don't even have a reaction to things like that. You know, you know, you, you know. There's no way to react. That's all you can say. Is that's right. what's up. That that's a good look. I was like, that's what's up. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a I, good look. I, I, gave, I gave him his check, and I was like, oh, that's what's up. Because the thing is, this what I'm always fascinated about when it comes to entrepreneurs and people getting jobs or you know getting promoted and stuff like that. Right. A lot of people will celebrate you mash out when you get promoted at a job, but they'll look at you funny when you say, hey, I'm leaving this job to pursue my dreams because they think you dreaming. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> they think you dreaming like you just all of a sudden said, hey, I think I'm going to um, uh, uh, not go back to school um, or I'm not going to actually like try to make five years at my job because I realized that I'm not happy. And then people right. will say, but you're making $85,000 a year, but I'm not happy. I'm, yeah. I'm not happy. You know, it, I'm just working there just to like pay bills and, you know, put in PTOs. And I'm not really living the life that I want to live. And absolutely. I think that's why a lot of people are just miserable and unhappy because they're not really living the life they want to live. They have these great jobs, their Roth accounts, HRAs. 401ks but mm-hmm. they're not happy man they're no. really miserable they're absolutely not you know it, it's it's funny that you say that um you know i you know I, I took a leap of faith in 2016 right january 2016 i took a leap of faith and i resigned from my job no actually uh uh february of 2016 i resigned from my job okay and people looked at me like i was crazy right, right. and they're like well what are you going to do now? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go into, I'm going to go do this for myself. Right. And, you know, um, I had a person, um, uh, I, 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 I had a person of a good friend of mine that, um, that I said to him, look, I want you to come with me. And, uh, uh, he was the only person like, you know, that every that said, okay, let's go. Let's go. Like, and I said, you sure? You know, he said, let's go. Now, I asked a few different people at the time, right? Because I had an opportunity. I wanted to get other few people in. And everybody said no. Everybody said, no, um, I'm good. You know, I can't, you know, I can't leave. I can't, you know, I can't make a move. I can't do any of these things. I said, okay. And, um, you know, and, and and I understood. People were scared, you know, what have you. And I said that, look, let's, listen to what I'm saying, though, right? This is the opportunity. We're all going to move on. We're all going to do something different. But, you know, I think that you should jump on board now. True story. We got three years later. We're doing, you know, the our, our company is doing great. We're actually competition to my old job, Right. Oh wow! We're a thorn in their side, and I kid you not, almost everybody <laughs> that has worked in my department has called and asked me, "Can they come work with us?" The price just went up. Yeah, the, pr- the price just went up. And and people that did want to actually come, they were asking for an exuberant amount of money, which we didn't have at the time. Right, right. You know, like things that they knew we could not. You know, we could not do so, but, you know, me and, and, and my partner in crime, um, shouts to, uh, shouts to Felix, me and Felix, you know, we decided that 
this is what we're going to do and we're going to build from there and we're going to go from there and you know and we were scared i'm not going to lie we were scared because you know i remember the first few months and we're sitting there have no business we have nothing going on and um and the person that <clears throat> invested in the company was like you know you guys talked a good one here <laughs> and, uh, there's nothing going on you know what i mean and um uh, so I, I do understand completely, uh, one, the theory of people were scared. That's why I said entrepreneur, because I had coworkers that were talking that said they could do this on their own. They would do this. They would do that. And we were the only people that just took the leap of faith and jumped in both feet and just said, let's go. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, again, <sighs> entrepreneurship and <laughs> knowing your worth, it's real, man. It's very real. It's very real. Shout out to you for taking a leap of faith. Uh, it's, it seems like 2016 was our year. You know, you took a leap of faith in February. I took a leap of faith in November. And it's so funny. I took a leap of faith indirectly because I got a phone call from somebody. Shout out to my guy, 100 Suits, Mr. Uh, Kevin Element Livingston. He was like, yo, distinguish. I see you doing your poetry slams, giving away a lot of money. You know, I know a lot of people think you're doing something else on the side, but I know you legit. I'm like, I'm very legit, baby. Just like as clean as these soups are, very legit, baby. Right, I don't right. play that other game. I don't do that. I'm not trying to go to jail. <laughs> he was like, yo, you need to start to write these off because I know you also losing money. I said, you're goddamn right I'm losing money. Mm. So when he called me, it clicked. I was like, it never clicked before, man, shot until that day. He called me and was like, it was, this was sometime in October. He goes, yo. You got to get a business wow. because you need to capitalize off of what you're doing. Absolutely. And in, in my mind, I said to myself, you know what? He's right. Because I don't just want to be known for that guy in a bow tie doing poetry slams. I don't want to be, I don't want nobody to spike Lee me, put me in some <laughs> boxes and say that's all he's good at. Listen, I didn't want that. I agree with so you 1000%. He called me, man. Changed my life after that, man. He really did. Like, he helped me see that there's something bigger than what I was doing and I could capitalize it. Here we are about to be four years later and everything that you said about knowing your worth and, you know, people pitching ideas, all I do mash out is sit in my office. Mm -hmm. Well, not no more, but I sit over the phone and people pitch ideas. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll help you do this. I'll help you do that. But like you said, I'm not helping you fully flesh it out. I don't. I'm exactly. Not that. That's on you. Exactly. Well, I want to thank Distinguished for being my guest today. We just hit the one hour mark. Listen, I, yo, I could talk to you for hours about this, man. Um, I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna call you after, after, after we uh, record this. Okay. Uh, you know, gotcha. so we can chop it up a little bit more. But nonetheless, you know, what I mean, I, as I always do say in clo closing, persistence always overcomes resistance. You want to sink big That's ships, it. you got to go where the water's deep. Distinguished, let's get um, your information. You know, ways for people to reach you. Okay, cool. So uh, Instagram, so that's Distinguish the God. So that's D-I-S-T-I-N-G-U-I-S-H-T-H-E-G-O-D on Instagram. On Facebook, it's Malek Distinguished Mayor. So that's M-E-L-E-C-H, Distinguish. No E-D at the end of Distinguish. Okay. Um, and then M-E-I-R. Um, on Twitter, it's Don Dada Baby. So that's D-O-N-D-O-T-A-B-A-B-Y. Um, and yeah, uh, if you want to know more about the company, this network incorporated, go to, uh, go, go to our Instagram handle. So that's D I S N E T W O R K I N C underscore everything. This network is there. All of our brands, bars in the barbershop, slammers only 
Tea Time with Distinguished, all the things that we do there. Um, and again, shout out to my team, my staff. I would be nothing without you guys. The company would be nothing without you guys. Miss Sin City and my guy, Kamar Anthony Asphalt. Absolutely. Distinguished, thank you. It was an absolute pleasure. Uh, I hope that the, the listeners learned something from our conversation today. You know, hopefully, um, and hopefully they plan what you did and try to get out that damn dead end job. It's not working. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's definitely not, not. It's definitely not. You know what I mean? So, nonetheless, um, I'm gonna get with you in a few. Yes, okay. Sir. So, having said that, all right. Thank you again to everybody that tuned into the show. It was an amazing show this evening. Uh, whenever you hear it, actually, um, and do remember, each and every Saturday night, I'm on. 10 p.m. to midnight on www.impactradio.net where I get my DJ thing going. And that's about it. We love you for listening. And remember, the life you save might just be your very own. Truth to Power Podcast, Episode 4. It's a wrap. Peace. Lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.